Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. That's self-explanatory, but I just love it. I, I like, instead of just a house, even though we're talking about the house structure today, except the Lord builds, and I know that's not what the scripture says, so you don't take away or add to the scripture, but for the sake of painting the picture, allow me to indulge. Unless the Lord builds anything, they labor in vain that build it. If you're building a relationship and the Lord is not doing it, it's in vain. You're building your business, you're getting your, your likes up. <laughs> you're building your clientele without his direction, it's in vain. It's in vain, except the Lord builds the house. They labor in vain. Don't work for nothing. I don't got energy to waste. Y'all do? Cool. I don't got time to waste. Y'all do? Cool. I don't got creativity and gifts and ideas to waste. Y'all do? Yeah, so let him build it. I don't remember any. Noah didn't build the ark on his own. The Lord built it and gave him instruction. What is the Lord building in your life that he's using you to put the bricks together, to lay the, to lay the bricks? God wants to do something in your life. Let the Lord build your career. Uh, uh, let the Lord build it. He's going to build something. He's going to build a ministry. He's going to build your family. He's going to build your business. He's going to build your social climate. He's going to build your health. All right? We are the hosts. We're the ones that carry it out. We are the arms and legs. We are the body of Christ. But it's his vision and his house. To, see, this is why I want to do this because this is only slide one. But anyway... Because the, 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 the question is, is God building it? We could be mad. It ain't working out. It's just, you're just mad at everything. Is he building it or no? If he's not, if he's not building it, then that's, that's regular. It messing up. It falling through is a given. It's inevitable. You're asking for your house to be blown away if you build it with straw. I mean, you're just asking for it. All right. So unless the Lord keeps the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. My wife said this to me, like, man, we pray for our kids, and that's it. Call me when you get there. FaceTime me on the way. Da, 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 da. We could do all that, but we're still not protecting our kids. It's God that's doing it. Woo. God is watching over your life. I know you put your seatbelt on. I know you, <laughs> I know you got your Lysol wipes for when you sit, turn the doorknobs in the public restrooms. I know you're so protective and you're making sure you're healthy and that's good. You're not. You're doing your part. He's keeping you healthy. You're being responsible. He's keeping your city. He's protecting your family. He's the reason why your house ain't get broken into last night. It ain't your alarm system. It ain't y'all. Look at your neighbor and say, God is keeping me. And say, he's keeping my family too. While we there, say, he's keeping my friends too. While you're there, just say, he's keeping everybody I know and love. He's keeping them. He's keeping them. Go ahead and just say, he's keeping everybody I know and love. He's protecting them. Oh, it ain't me. I'm glad he's keeping them. Hallelujah. So you stay awake in vain. Go to bed. God got it. 
Tell your neighbor, I'm going to sleep so good tonight. It don't make no sense. I'm sleepy now thinking about it. Every letter on this notepad look like a Z. I'm going to rest so good tonight. And it's not about sleep, it's about rest. Tell your neighbor, you're going to rest tonight. You're not just going to sleep. You, oh, God, I speak rest over your souls in the name of Jesus. He, woo, 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 woo. he maketh me to lie down. <laughs> in green pastures, he restores my soul. He got to make you lay down so he can restore you. So unless the Lord builds the house. So what's God's structure? God began the human family with a male, with a man. As we prepare for Father's Day, God's structure is a father is first a husband. A husband is first a man. God created a man who then became a husband, who then became a father. That's God's order and God's structure. Man husband, father. We have boys becoming fathers. We're just kidding. <laughs> no problem. And ladies, don't clap too loud tonight because it's not a male bashing seminar. <clears throat> God's system, God's, his system is like this for a reason. Most, most young men are too immature to assume the responsibility of taking care of another, and I say another baby. It's said that uh, women develop quicker than men, how little girls are more mature than little boys. Uh, I was talking to my wife today about that. I was like, yeah, I think because women or girls, you, you come into womanhood early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope y'all know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Don't make it hard. I'm already in fast forward mode. You develop quicker. You go through your, your, your woman transition early. 11, 12, 10, 11, I don't know what the ages are. You ain't, don't yell it out. I don't want to know. <laughs> Nine. I don't want to know. I don't. Just making sure you got the point. That's all I'm doing. So you got to learn your body early. You got to learn to be responsible. You got to learn, all right, what days are, what am I, am I still, y'all got that responsibility and that order and that let me get this together comes early in life. We playing Xbox. We chilling. Y'all are learning and honing responsibility. We're not. We're honing our fun. You are programmed early to focus on needs above wants. Boys just want wants. So we learn responsibility through either school, didn't happen for me, job, kind of happened for me there-ish, or like having a baby, too early, something like that, adult issue, at a young age. Maybe molestation, you know what I mean? Like tragic stuff like that. You just get real sober and like, whoa, you're real woke. Like, okay, life is serious. So for a man, it's either through something like that 
or we develop like when we say I do. Like I do. Let me try this. So man, let me see. Man. Man. M-A-N. Man. 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 We got to try and figure it out. Fix your mouth to say, man, man. <laughs> God created man, placed him in the garden. I say this all the time. Placed man in the garden. God was content with just man and him. God was cool with that. He thought, that was, I, I, I don't know. It, God, God just loved that. Put man in the garden, said, dress and keep it. Man is in the garden. Dressing and keeping the garden. What does that mean, man? Yeah, right? Work and caretake. Like, take care. Like, take care. Like, clean. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, if it was dishes in the garden, he would do the dishes. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying it was man's responsibility first. I'm not telling you to do that. In God's order, we at least know how to do it. Because I'll be standing at the washing machine like, so cold is colors or... No, warm, warm is for whites, right? Babe! That's me. But I knew how to do it. Because it's my responsibility first. And parents, you got to make sure your children are responsible at a... I say by 12, it's too late. If Mary got pregnant at 13 with Jesus, God trusted a 13-year-old to raise the Savior of the world, his son, a 13-year-old. Okay, let's think about that. So how ratchet and out of control is our 13-year-olds? That's out of order. They should have some sobriety, some soberness, some awareness of life. She had to ha they had to have some type of sense to take care of the Savior of the world at 13 and 14 years old. And I know they, this is my wife speaking out of me right now, so she says all these things. This is her and Jesus. <laughs> so it's, it's like, man, I know they say, oh, you're not grown until you're 21, and that's society and all that. 13. So don't wait till, when you're 18, you, don't wait, don't go by society. You know when their awareness is developing, okay. Parents, come on. Don't let them be children until they get married. Well, I'm ending, I'm ending this early. Y'all should have let me do the end. It's y'all fault. So parents, it's a big responsibility on you to make sure that your children are responsible. Little things, uh, uh, doing the dishes, taking out the trash, do, stuff like that makes them aware. Aware of dysfunctional things or things that are out of place or disorder. Instead of just walking over paper towels and forks and spoons like, you see my lashes? No, but you walked over six plates <laughs> to ask me about your lashes. Parents, you can't be interested in being your kids' friends first. Man, what am I talking about? I'm sorry. So men, it's your responsibility first. First. 
I, I, I hate how the culture is now a little bit. I, I shouldn't have talked tonight. I'm telling y'all now. I don't like how the culture is. It's kind of like I hear this a lot. Yeah, they started dating, da, 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 but when they got serious, yo. So, you know what I mean? He moved in with her. It's normal. I hear that more than she moved in with him. Should be no moving in with nobody, period. And ladies, y'all got to shut that down. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. We just need to have a, a real talk. Ladies, y'all got to shut it down. Y'all got the power to do that. You know, just let me come in for a minute. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm good. Just two minutes, I'm saying. Uh, rape! 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 I said no! Have a good night. Text me later. Text me. Text me. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's all. And guess what? He gonna text you. Will he do it? Won't he do it? Look at your neighbor and say, won't he will? He's still gonna do it. Joker still gonna text you. You scared me, girl. Talking about some rape. I ran home and left my car at your house. So stop playing. We're in church. So the first responsibility is to take care of the garden. Everybody should take care of the <laughs> Can you bring me my car in the morning? You crazy. Um, <laughs> see, this is the first slide. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, it's man's responsibility first. Every man, say this, it's my responsibility first. I love it. Come on, man. That's a good thing. Say it again. It's my responsibility first. <laughs> Period. We don't like that. We don't like the word responsibility. Humans, not men, humans. <laughs> we don't like that word responsibility, period. So don't act like that. It's not something that's fun to us, but it's something that's so necessary uh, for our development. One of the main things that we need to realize as men and as fathers is that if it's your responsibility first, and then, you know, then the woman came, we'll talk about that, then the children came and all that stuff. You're still first in the house. Husband is head of the household. Man is head of the house. Cool. Which means you get hit first. As protector of the house. So it's provider, protector, progenerator, right? So if you're the protector of the house, that means you stand in front of your family while sticks and stones and darts and lies and gossip and everything, sickness, everything hits your house. It hits you before it hits the house. Go to the next one. It says, but no, thank y'all for moving this quickly. I appreciate it. But no one can go into a strong man's house and steal his property unless he first overpowers and ties up the strong man. And then he will ransack and rob his whole house. So if I want the house, I got to attack the man. You get hit first. 
Some attacks you're going through, men, have nothing to do with you, but has everything to do with your house. It has everything to do with what you're responsible for. But I can't get what belongs to you if I don't attack you first. Men, we got to be strong enough to absorb the hits and fight on behalf of our families. I know most of y'all sing like, I don't got no family, bro. You got a future. You got a destiny. That's what I'm talking about. Your house is whatever's in you. Your thoughts, your soul, your behavior, that's your house right now until you get one. So the enemy always attacks the man first. I don't have time to, to, to talk about everything. I hope y'all just get in. Let me just move it along. So the Lord said it is not good. The next one. The Lord said it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is right for him. The Lord said this. This wasn't Adam out of boredom. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't this boy like, oh, you know, sitting on the beach like this is corny. I want... No. The Lord said... <laughs> It's not good for man to be alone. But he didn't say, I need to make him some company. He didn't say, I didn't want him to be, you know, bored or lonely. No, he needs help. Mm. So, man, you, you have to understand that God assessed this, and he says that we need help. Help in this context means to succor. It means to compassionately help or save. It never says, I will make a, a, a someone to serve him. Women, I told y'all not to go crazy. I said this is not a male bashing thing. This is just for all of us to understand. I'm not going to make somebody to serve him. But because of his love towards her, she won't mind doing it. So he says, I'm going to make a, a help, a help for the man. This is the same definition found in the word uh, paraclete, which is described the Holy Spirit, which means called to one side, a pleader an advocate or intercessor. So I will make for him a help, a pleader, an intercessor, an advocate, uh, uh, someone who can submit. Submit does not just mean be quiet. It means submit ideas. Babe, why don't we try this? That's a woman submitting. Y'all, uh, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because man has, man has the vision overall. I, we want to do this. But woman has the way sometimes. Man gets the word. Sometimes women gets the way. We're going to the mall. Okay, babe, you want to go this way? Thank you. Yes, I will go this way. But it's still his decision being fulfilled. But it's the woman helping pleading, advocating, intercession. You got to intercede for your man. If, if you dating somebody that don't pray for you, that's not your help. That's all I'm saying. Y'all ain't got to stand and clap. I'm just trying to give some points based on the Bible. If your boo don't pray for you, then that boo is not for you. <laughs> Woo. Look at your neighbor and say, pray for me, please. I don't want nobody in my life that can't pray for me. All right, I wish I could talk and, okay. But how is he alone if God is there? Well, we are not just spiritual. God is spiritual. We connect with God spiritually, but we are, are actually physical as well. We're social, we're psychological, and we're emotional, okay? We're not just spiritual. We connect with God through the spirit, but we're also psychological. We think. I hope you think. We're also emotional. We feel. We're also social. We like other humans. hope you do. And we're also physical. We have physical bodies. Okay, God does not, <clears throat> or did not until Christ. 
So you deal with me spiritually, but it's not good that you should be alone because I made you more than just that. So that's why people that pray all day, you're not better than anybody. Because you're not just spiritual. So stop praying and go shake somebody's hand. Stop praying. I said that. No pastor will say that. Stop praying and go shake somebody's hand and smile at them and say, it's so good to see you today. My name is Ty. Here's the $7 for your Starbucks. Goodbye. Yeah, that's it. That's what it's about. You're not just spiritual. You're social. All right? Talk to some people. Get to know somebody else besides Jesus. What a friend we... You need some more friends. I don't care if Jesus is your friend. All right, 9, 10. How, how long should I go? 9, 30? Okay. It's not good that man should be alone. I'm going to make a helper that's right for him. So God assesses it. He looks at it and says, he's alone. He's not just spiritually social. He ain't got nobody to talk to. He's physical. He ain't got nobody to touch. He's emotional. He ain't got nobody feeling him. He's psychological. He ain't got nobody to share his thoughts with. That's human. Hmm. Let me, let me see. So the next verse says this. This is what God does. The next verse. And out of the ground, next verse, out of the ground, this is the next verse. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed, I, don't, I can't believe it's the next verse. After you say, it's not good that he be alone, he going to bring all the animals in the world to Adam to see what he will name them. You see that? Go back before that, please, in the name of sweet Jesus. Thank you. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air. And brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that's what the name was thereof. Adam gave names to every cattle, every, everything. But for Adam, there was not found a help, meat suitable or right for him. So God says, it's not good that he's alone. Let me bring every living thing to him to test. Let me test how lonely he is. Adam had enough common godly sense to know this ain't right for me. But humans don't got that. We get when any beast we see. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all told me to preach. I said I'm leaving. Y'all said preach. This is what y'all said. I was ready to go. Foot was out the door like this. We get with any beast and call it right for us. You ain't got sense enough to know that thing ain't even made like you. You ain't got sense to even know you're not even cut from the same cloth. You so lonely, you will sleep with a beast. I don't even mean just sex. I mean rest. You will chill in a relationship. Let me clean it up. But for some, literally, you will sleep with another, something that's totally not like you. You will sleep with a demon in human form. Knowing he's the closest thing to hell in your life. But I'd just rather not be lonely tonight. Adam had enough sense with a, not another human in the world. He had enough sense to say that ain't for me. You need to oh, live. You need to wake up and look and start calling things for what they are. That's a friend. That's an associate. That's a devil. That's a demon. That's a distraction. That's a... Y'all! He's thirsty. She's... Okay. Look at your neighbor and say, call it for what it is! Yeah. 
Don't be so lonely that you associate with things out of context. You need everything that comes to you. You need to know what it is. And everything that God sends to you don't mean it's for you. Because God sent, okay, God sent every animal to Adam, but it was not for him. Somebody might come to you needing a conversation. That's your friend. Talk to them. Don't manipulate them into taking your last name. That's my brother. That's my sister. God sent them to me. Cool. But that don't mean it's for me. Adam knew what wasn't for him. But, but that only comes from a relationship with the father. Because the father gives you identity. See, I'm going into Sunday now. So once I know who I am, I know what I'm not. Are you understand what I'm saying? We don't know what we're not because we don't know who we are. The prodigal son said, hold on, I'm not a pig. I'm about to eat like a pig, but I know I'm not a pig. Not because I'm better than this, but because I know who my father is. Ask your neighbor who your daddy is. Woo, if my dad is a king, I must be a prince. That means I don't belong in the pig's pen. If my dad is a healer, that means I don't belong sick. If my dad is a provider, I don't belong broke. If my dad is a way maker, I don't belong lost. If my dad is the prince of peace, I don't belong confused. If my dad is the light of the world, I don't belong in the dark. Oh, somebody praise your daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell your neighbor, I know who I am. Since I know who I am, I can accurately name everything that comes to me. I can accurately label things that come to me because I'm solid in who I am. You got to get solid in who you are or else everything that comes to your life, you'll become a little bit of... Oh, God. No more Tarzans. <laughs> Hang around gorillas so long, now you just walk like them. <laughs> no. Too much? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna relax. Tarzan. Hang around monkeys so long, you understand them. It's certain things and people I should never understand. <laughs> well, agree with. Agree. And all that getting get understanding. But I don't want to I don't want to know what that's about. Okay. <laughs> so that's slide number four. Let's go to the next one. Adam knew all these things coming at me in my DMs. I mean in my life. It's not for, I'm sorry. And we think it must be God if it came to me. I was sitting under this branch minding my business when all of these living things came to me. Minding my, I was at, I was at church. But Wednesday night, I got all these DMs. I'm like, oh my God, no, that ain't God. 
If it is God, it's God in test form. He brought the animals to Adam as a test to see how thirsty you are. I ain't that thirsty. You can't put a ring on a horse anyway. I don't know how to put it on there. How do you, how would you, how would you do that? They don't have, it's a, I don't think they sell hoof rings. So the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. <laughs> Christian, chill. So the Lord called a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and Adam slept. And he took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh instead thereof. Wow. So Adam sees all these other creatures, says, that's not for me. So God says, okay, that's good. I'm glad you got enough sense to know that. You woke. You woke. That's good. You woke. You woke. You woke. But for what I'm about to do in your life, <laughs> you got to go to sleep. Adam had no input in the makings. Because we like to choose our help. <laughs> I want to choose. How I know I need something, but I'm going to choose who helps me. I'm going to choose. We, we like to, you know, have tailor-made help. So he said, go to sleep. The Bible says he caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. Now, I love this. I got 20, oh, no, 11 minutes now. Uh-uh, my wife said 9.30. I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> I'm glad you're here tonight, love. Glad. Love you. We love you. We love you. She's still recovering. She's taking it easy. Well, thank you for coming. So the Lord caused the deep sleep to fall upon Adam and, Adam, and he slept. I love this because God never forces anything. Even though he knows what's best for you, he always causes he don't make, he causes. I call it a godly lean. He'll just be like, so you want to try that? Give <laughs> you a little godly lean. You understand what I'm saying? He'll lean you towards, you don't really say nothing but like. You understand what I'm saying? So God doesn't force you. And because he doesn't force us, we're like, I don't know what he want me to do. Where is he leaning you? Everybody just lean to your right just a little bit. Yep, that's it. That's sometimes how the spirit, ooh, that looks so good. Go back. Now go this way. Ooh, now come back. Now lean to the front. Oh, my goodness. All right, all right. Now stop. Now y'all thought I was going to. So, so, so it was, wasn't it cool? Y'all saw it, right? I love my church. Wednesdays, we just have fun. But um, he never makes, he causes. And it says, and Adam slept, which means he agreed with the lean. He cooperated with the cause. Cooperate with what God is leaning you towards. He caused the deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and Adam received it. And Adam slept. So he can bring him the greatest miracle the world has ever seen. But we're fighting sleep. So many of us are fighting sleep. Let your way down. Just don't do nothing. That last season I had you in control of everything. Cattle, cow, horse, dog, hamster. You was, this season, don't do nothing. Go to, forget about it. 
I don't need your input on what I'm about to bring in your life. I don't need your, I don't need your details added to what I'm about to bless you with. Are you hearing? I know how I made you. I know how to bless you. So, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Look at your name and say, oh, he knows how to bless you. Oh, yeah, he ain't so God that he don't know what you made of. He know how to bless you. All right, it's quiet. And Adam slept. He agreed with it. Stop fighting sleep. You delay your miracle. You delay it. You want control so bad. No, wait. I thought my life would be like this. I wanted to. Hold on. Hold on. You're so in control. You're fighting sleep. God's like, yo, just let it go. In some areas, let it go. Relax. Leave it alone. And when you wake up, something's going to be standing right in front of you. Because you're working too hard fighting sleep. Just go to sleep. And when you wake up, it's going to be standing right there in front of you. Woo! Anybody ready for that type of blessing? Oh, where you come from? Act like you shocked you sitting next to somebody. Say, oh, where you come from? Where you come? Look at the other neighbors. Oh, where you? Oh, my goodness. Where you come from? I didn't know you were sitting here. What time you get here? <laughs> Adam said, oh, my goodness. This is bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. A lot of ways I could go with that. But I'm going to go to the next slide. See, <laughs> some people think or believe based on Genesis 1.26. I don't know how deep I want to go with this, y'all. It's very deep. Did I rip this further? It said, um, <laughs> let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish, the cow, and da da And so in his image, he created he, them, male and female. Right? That's Genesis 1.26. Right? Right. So people believe that Adam had a womb. See, I don't know. That's why I don't want to expose nothing to y'all if y'all don't know it. You know what I mean? If you know it, I'll, you know. So it was believed that man and male and female was in one body by some theologians. This is not Bible. This is not what God meant. This is not what God is teaching us. Some believe. I'm just trying to dispel all these beliefs. So if in Genesis chapter 1, male and female was in one body, if that is true, then in Genesis chapter 2, the woman was taken If that is true, it's still separated. Any she in him was taken out. According, never mind. This ain't the Bible. This is the This is that. I didn't write that. Your God wrote that. I don't want to teach everything. I don't want. It, it cuts me too. The word cuts. Any she that was in him was taken out of the man. Man was made from the dust, clay, right? So I, I used to say like dust is like flaky. Dust is like, you know, you just gone with, man is just all over the place. We just gone with the wind. You just dust. But I, God gave me a new revelation today, although that can be true to a certain degree, and we do need to be centered a lot, which would, the women help with a lot. But men are made from like clay, meaning it's like dust and clay, like no boundaries. You can be anything. 
He told me, tell the man you can be anything you desire. It, you can be. He made you so amazing. Amen. There are certain, I, I don't know how quick to walk you guys. Because we've just been together a year, so y'all know me like that. And I'm still learning y'all. But there are people who, by witchcraft, levitate off the ground. Right? Y- y'all believe? Okay, so we know about that. All right, so cool. So there are people who can like literally levitate and do things with their body. It's like, oh my goodness. Now they're doing that by evil spirits, but just the fact that the man can do that. Think about it. He said, I got to go down and stop this tower because man can do anything they put their mind, anything they set their heart to do. God said this. He said, I'm leaving my throne, going to stop them building the Tower of Babel because they can do anything they set their hearts to do. So God made man clay. You can be any, you can be, he can form anything. I don't even want to say a doctor. That's too limited. Who, I don't, you can just. You can go beyond a doctor. You can be medicine. Because laughter does a heart good. You can just go make somebody, y'all quiet. You can, ooh. You can go beyond doctors and be medicine. Look at your name and say, be medicine. Women are made from the bone, more solid, more secure. That's why women fight with insecurities and low self-esteem because the enemy always attacks your place of strength that intimidates hell. Because if you ever know you're strong, you're going to mess us up down here. So I need to make you feel weak, used, abused, mistreated, nobody like you, you ain't nothing, you are. But you are made from bone. Solid, secure. Oh, never mind. I can't really go into it. Strong. So we're here now just trying to figure it out. Put man and woman together. Oh, God, I got three minutes. Okay, so, 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 so he made woman from the bone. I wish I could really break it down. He made man from the dust because we just saw how the, 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 the animals came from the dirt as well, from the ground as well. We'll talk about all that. So we're here now trying to figure it out. So God is establishing order now. It says the head of every man. Let's go to the next one. I'm going to close real quick. It said, but I will have you know that the head of every man is Christ. If you're a real man, Christ is the head of your life. Everybody should clap a little bit on that. All right, let me get you out of here. So the head of every man is Christ. Every man say Christ is over me. Say it again, man. Christ is over me. Every real man has Christ as their dictatorship, as their leader, okay? Uh, And the head of the woman is the man. And the head of Christ is God. So God is establishing order here. He says the head of, uh, you know, the household is the man and then the woman. All right, cool, cool, cool. So we're trying to all figure out the responsibilities of man is challenging because we have no examples or a few examples. Everyone learns by seeing and hearing. Everyone, most, most everyone learns by either seeing or hearing. So if you don't see or hear a godly role model or godly example of what a man or father should be, it's challenging to become what you've never been exposed to. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, so I wanna show you something really quick. Uh, how should I do this? All right, let me just go to that last one. Go to eight really quick. So Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, really, I say unto you, the son can do how many things? 
Right. Nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For whatsoever things he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. Here's Jesus saying, I don't do anything on my own. I only do what I see my father doing. All right. So this means two things. This means, A, for the identity and the order of God to be in the household for the children, the father must be present. If the son could do nothing of himself, he only does what he sees his father do, the father got to be present. And number, uh, uh, y'all got that? Because I'm about to say something else. Okay. And when, if the father is present, then you must be present. Because he said, Adam, where art thou? And he told Elijah, if you see me when I go up, you can have a double portion. So I'm here. I'm in place. Where are you? You can meet God every day, but where are you? Your father is present. He's with you now. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. But are you? Mm-hmm. So he said, whatever I see in my... And it's important to God to not just tell you, but to show you. That's where I was going. It's important to God not to just tell you. So it's not like I do everything I hear my father say. Because you can call you on the phone, but that don't mean you'll become like him. God doesn't want you to just do what he tells you to do. He wants you to become like him. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So that's the point. That's the point I was saying about expecting and on the journey. You know, you're going to expect on the journey. Something's supposed to be happening in you on the way to what you're expecting. So when God, uh, he says, I I become like him the more I see him. I'm going to show you that scripture too. I'm going to show you that scripture. So God will give you a word. And as you're fulfilling that word in the process, you're becoming like him. And that's all he wanted in the first place. So by the time you fulfill the word, it's cool. But the point was to become more like him. Are you hearing me? Because God often wraps what we want, what we need in what we want. I'll say that all the time. He always kind of burritos what we need inside of what we want. So if I say, you got a blessing on the way, I need you to go. And to, if I give you a word, you'll be, you'll be so excited and you'll begin to change. And that's his purpose anyway, for you to become more like him. Amen. That's why he said it's not just about what you do. It's about how you do it. That's why Jesus, when everybody, what can I do? to He said, follow me. To so many people, he said, follow me. It's not a, well, pray three times. Well, it's not an instruction thing. It's a becoming thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Every, not even, this is not just for the men. This is for women too. This is for everybody. God says, follow me. He's not just going to leave you with instructions like he did with the Ten Commandments because you can do my word your way. I don't want you to just fulfill an instruction. I want you to become like me. I realized the Ten Commandments didn't work. It didn't let you come become like me. So I had to become flesh myself. Woo! Did y'all hear what I said? He came 40 and two generations. He became flesh and said, like this, this is what I meant. Don't just do what I say, but do it how. Look at your neighbor and say, the hows matter. Say it again, the hows matter. You develop to the degree of your exposure. I got to go. It's 932. I got. But can I show him this last thing? Please? Thank you so much. I only do what I see my father do. This is so good. But I'm going to try to go right here. I saw this picture. And I'm not trying to gross anybody out. And it's not even that gross. I don't even know why I said that. But I saw this picture a few years ago when I was looking up Satan tempting Eve. Right? So, oh yeah, y'all can't, can y'all, 
Let me show y'all this picture real quick. This will help you with the illustration if I show you. So I'm looking at this picture, and this is Satan. You can pass that down, pass it down. This is Satan tempting Eve. In a lot of the old graphics, it looked like this. It looked like the serpent looked like Eve. In a lot of the pictures I saw, a whole lot, my wife was looking with me, they had Satan looking like Eve. So first I was like, yo, women are evil. I'm just playing. But I was like, yo, Satan, Satan is a female. Oh my goodness, that makes sense. Satan is a female. That's not what God was saying. That's not the revelation I got here. This is just my first thought. I'm telling you all my process. <laughs> what God was saying is, huh, sin, really anything, but in this condition, Satan understood that sin will be more easily achieved if you can see yourself doing it. Woo! Most temptation that comes to you it's not in word form, it's picture form. You see yourself doing it. So Satan probably put on the personified himself to look like Eve, please, God, God, no. And she saw herself. Anytime the enemy wants to get you off course, he'll show you yourself dysfunctional. He'll show you yourself sinning. So by the time you act unrighteously, unrighteously, it's easier performed. It's more easily performed because you've seen it so many times in your head. God, Jesus said, the more I see my father, the easier it is to live right. Ooh, see, y'all missing what I'm saying. The reason why it's hard for us to live holy because we don't see ourselves doing it. It's hard to come out of bondage because you don't see yourself free. It's hard to come out of sickness because you don't see yourself healed. But I'm here to encourage you tonight in the name of Jesus. Woo! The last scripture. Everybody stand and we go home. The last scripture. It says, beloved, now. Everybody say, right now. Now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. Woo! But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Why are we going to be like him? Because we're going to see him. To see him is to be him. Y'all quiet. When I see God, and I know this talk about the last days, but anytime I get a revelation of who God is, I become more like him. Anytime I see my father, I become more like him. God says, I need you to look unto Jesus. The author and finisher. Let me calm down. Sorry. The author and finisher of your faith. The more you see Jesus, the more you become like him. Now are we his sons. You're his sons right now. You're the son now. But you're still, yeah, yeah. You're still becoming more like him. I'm a son now still becoming like him though everybody say I'm a child of God now but I'm still becoming more like him he said let's make man in our image you're like God period after 
our likeness. After means following. I am his son, but to be more like him, I got to follow him. You got to see yourself living holy. You can only see that if you see him, because he'll show you you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? See yourself doing him. Because the enemy is so easily deterring us by showing us ourselves in unrighteous ways. And we become familiar with the thought and then familiar with the performance. And that equals a new low-level lifestyle. I entertain the thought. I become familiar with the thought. I engage in the performance. I become familiar with the performance. I have now established a lower-level lifestyle. But when I see Jesus, when I see the Father, I adopt his ways. I do what he does, how he does it. I become more like him, and I establish a righteous lifestyle. Father, help us to see you so we can see us. Our identity lies in you. Our identity is in you. Show us us performing good things. <laughs> performing honestly. Performing truthfully. Performing joyfully. Show us living in love. <laughs> and enjoy. Show us, show us ourselves in your context. Because I only see myself in my family's context. And in my friend's context. And it's perpetuating a level I don't choose to stay on. Show me you in the name of Jesus. I got to stop here, y'all. But we'll continue it Sunday. Mm. Every man in here, I, want, I just want to pray with you. I know I look like a boy, but I'm 42 years old. I've been through a few things. I have a business. I have a ministry. I have a family. I know a little bit about a little bit. And I still don't consider myself worthy. So humbly, I submit, I would like to pray for every man in here. If you can come to the front right now, in the name of Jesus. Time for us to man up. Man up. And I thank God for the men we have here at Live, man. I said, I thank God for the men that live. Y'all make some noise for them. Keep making room around there. Shh. Hallelujah. Again, I feel the least worthy to pray for you all. But the Lord has placed me as the set man of authority in this house. So based on his assignment, I extend prayer to you in the name of Jesus. Father, in your name. We thank you before we ask anything because you are good, you are God, you are Lord, but you are our Father. Woo! We thank you for your goodness. Before we ask anything, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace and your kindness. Thank you for choosing us and adopting us into the beloved. Thank you that it had nothing to do with our performance, but everything to do with your grace. Woo! Thank you because we're not worthy of your goodness, but your son makes us worthy. Your blood makes us worthy. So we receive the gift of God in the name of Jesus. I pray over every man under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus.
that we will be the prophets and priests of our homes in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. While many of us are still uh, single and don't have a family yet, I still declare a prophet and a priest in them in the name of Jesus. One that hears the voice of God. One that knows the voice of God. One that declares and proclaims unashamedly the word of God in the name of Jesus. I speak settlement over their lives and security. Let every man in here know who they are. I don't know if they have their natural fathers or not. I don't know if their natural fathers are godly or not. But God, you are holy and you are our father. Seal our identity in you now in the name of Jesus. Regardless of the sins of our fathers, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray a breakthrough. We pray that the generational curse stops here. In the name of Jesus, every man on this altar. Hallelujah. I call your bloodline blessed. In the name of Jesus, I declare that the fruit of your loins is blessed. In the name of Jesus. I pray that everything you produce is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Everything that comes forth out of you. Blessed. I speak generational blessings in the name of Jesus. Ladies, I need a little bit more noise, please. I speak generational blessings. I cancel generational curses. Every yoke be destroyed. Lust is defeated. Sickness is defeated. Depression is defeated. Poverty is defeated. Confusion is defeated. I speak wisdom over these men. I speak power over these men. I speak vision, 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 vision. Let them see. Open your eyes. Let them see. Let them see. Let Hey, the scales are falling off of your eyes. Let them see. Give them vision. Let them see themselves. Let them see their families. Let them see their ministries. Let them see their careers. You will be the father you never had. You will be the father you should have had. I hear the word of the Lord tonight. And he's declaring that it starts with you. It's not a fun responsibility, but it's a powerful one. He's starting something new with you. The rest of your lineage will have a different identity because he's doing something new with you. In the name of Jesus. Wow! Every bush after you is going to look different than the bushes before because God is starting a new thing in you. He's starting with you. He's starting with you. He's starting with you in the name of Jesus. And every fear that we're too proud to show, every insecurity that we tuck and hide, (laughs) everything we're confused about but can't tell nobody, Every time we want to cry, but we don't want nobody to see us appearing weak. I speak strength to you, men. I speak strength to you. We're not Superman. We're really Clark Kent. 
but with God we become supernatural I said with God we become supermen for every fear receive his love for every confusion receive his direction and peace in the name of Jesus we thank you our families are blessed yes our friends are blessed our loved ones are covered in the name of Jesus one more thing I want to speak healing and health over you all I feel sickness in here for some reason I feel sickness because if he can't stop you by way of faith he'll stop you by way of physical but I speak supernatural health in the name of Jesus first to your mind into your body and your soul. I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Every man in here is blessed. Every man in here is strong. Every man in here is wise. Every man in here has integrity. Every man in here got vision. Every man in here got power. I speak it over your life in Jesus name. Everybody give Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.